Welcome to Home Dad Chat, brought to you by the National At-Home Dad Network. My name is Brock. My name is Danny. And we are here to talk about life as stay-at-home dad. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. No, I don't want much. I even love handmade crafts made of macaroni. Come on now, you should know me. Sometimes I might eat too much. No worry about my weight, got the dad bod rocking on me. Sketches on my feet, cargo shorts look good on me. I'm a dad, that's what I do. Hey everybody, welcome back to Home Dad Chat. Thank you for uh, joining us for a new episode. This is going to be a fun one tonight as uh, it is becoming the uh, March Madness time of the year. I know that right now some of you can't see me because you're probably listening to this, but uh, I'm I'm actually more prepped for baseball season than I am for college uh, basketball. But uh, tonight we're going to be uh, talking with Mike Wickett and uh, he is all about sports. Uh, he's got a few podcasts on it and uh, he's uh, just a wealth of knowledge and uh, talking about sports. So uh, we've brought him on to just talk about just all things sports geekdom and just having a good time with that. And I've also got my co-host Danny with me tonight. Danny, how are you doing? Hey, just waiting for you to take a breath, man. No, no, I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. Um, you said nobody can see it and I have to ask. So you got to tell people though, what kind of shirt you're wearing? Because is that a, is that a red? It's a, a, it's a personalized Cincinnati Reds jersey. They, oh, you're, you're that you guy. It was a sports yeah. team though. It's got, I, hey man, you know how many Ooh. World Series is that they won back in the I don't, season? I don't know. Is it more than the Braves? I don't know. Atlanta's they're okay, aren't they? Mm, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, no, it's a that's it. That's it. That's all I'll do, man. I'll stop right friend. there. No, it's a personalized jersey. Uh, it's got a uh, patch to uh, Joe Nuxall when he passed away on here. Oh, that's cool. It's got my last name on the back of it, and then it's got the number five for the month uh, that my wife and I were married. My wife has the other jersey with the day nineteen for the day that we were married. So uh, we, wear, we like to wear them to uh, to go to the game, and so we're that couple at the game well but you know having that personalized jersey i have to say even just seeing my kids running around on the soccer field with you know mercer on the back of it i'm like yeah that's 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 me you know? <laughs> so i get it man i love that too and i figure it's i'll never a, see my last name down on the field right so exactly well. <laughs> like this will just wear it out you know so yeah that's awesome we uh we've got mike with us here tonight uh mike how are you doing man I am well. Thank you for having me on, man. I appreciate it. Um, I'm much more excited about college basketball than baseball. Not that I'm not excited for baseball, but I have to live in the now. And right now we are day hours away from March Madness and uh, we're still weeks away from baseball. So much more of a hoops nut, especially right now. I wish I would have known I would have thrown on my Milwaukee Brewers jersey, my Ryan Braun <laughs> jersey. We could have had an L Central rivalry. Screw like the guy in the East. We don't need him. We'll talk to him at all. <laughs> That's good. He's a Braves fan, man. What are they? <laughs> you are a Brewers fan, but you don't live in that area, though. That's that's no. kind of interesting. So just to kind of get sort of a bearings of that, where, where are you currently? And uh, tell us a little bit about like your family, because the family yeah. part is even even more interesting than just the whole like, oh, yeah, like I have these teams, but I don't live in that area. So give us the spiel, man. Uh, well, I, uh, I have a 20 year career in radio. Uh, I started out in I'm, I'm originally from the Detroit area and I started working at a radio station in Ann Arbor, Michigan for seven years. Go blue. And then in uh, 2007, 
I got the, I know people, I know you have a, you're in Ohio, so you probably I'm hate not the a, fact. I'm not a Buckeye fan though. I grew up in Indiana, Good. so I'm a Hoosier fan. Oh, that's, <laughs> I'm not sure if that's better or worse. And, and, I'm a, and, and even worse, I'm a, I'm a Notre Dame football fan. So yeah, so we really Ooh. do have some. Uh, All right, Danny, you and I are going to talk for the rest yeah, of the time here might, on the pod. Uh, is, is this <laughs> my Blocking out, I can't hear him. You anymore. know how people are always like, "Oh, college football's better when Notre Dame's good." Screw that! All right, <laughs> <laughs> you're one of those guys. Okay. <laughs> um, so I then moved. I, I got a job doing morning radio on a sports talk station in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, mm-hmm. uh, and became just enamored with the city. I loved Milwaukee, the fans, the friends that I made there, and I was there for almost ten years doing the show. And then moved down to Kansas City with my wife, and I got a job at a radio station down there, a news talk station. And, you know, long story, very long story short, uh, my wife got pregnant for the second time in less than a year. And uh, she is originally from the Iowa area. She also works in radio and she got a job offer in Des Moines. And so we kind of looked at having, and I'm sure we'll talk about this, babies two and three in less than a year. Uh, We looked at that and said, we are going to need some help. We're going to need some family around. And it just mm-hmm. so happens that the heavens opened up or everything happens for a reason or whatever. Her radio station she interned at 20 years ago needed a program director, of which she was doing that job in Kansas City. Her mom still lives in the house that she grew up in in Des Moines. Wow. Uh, nice. So yeah. it, it just kind of all came together. And I had to make the big career decision. Okay, do I stay working in Kansas City and she without parents, without her sister around, without her mom around, without her brother-in-law around, um, you know, do we stay in Kansas city? And she does this on her own with me working or do we move to Kansas city? I'm sorry, do we move to Des Moines? And then I become a stay at home father. And so we made the choice. We just looked at it financially. We looked at it just from a, somebody to be around to help standpoint, like, Hey, I have to go to the dentist. Can you come over and watch the kid? Like we didn't have that in Kansas city. We had that in other parts of the country, but we didn't have a job. So it just really worked out well, whether you believe in fate or God or whatever, that's how I got to Des Moines. That's how we are now here in, in the Des Moines suburbs. That's a good, that's a good uh, just description of how you, how someone would get to Des Moines. Right. I mean, she's from here. She Act went to God. high school here. She went to Iowa state. She's a cyclone and she left and she went to Chicago and then up to Milwaukee and then met me and we went to Kansas city. I mean, I think if if you wanted to, guys, that alone could be 35 minutes. The story of how we met, got to Kansas City and then wound up in in Des Moines. But that's the long, that's the short version, the very, very Mm -hmm. short version. So with the first kid, what year was the first was your it was your daughter, right? Our our daughter, Britain, was born January uh, 23rd of 2019, 2019. And then the boys boys were born in when the boy and girl, uh, boy and girl. Okay, the, the twins were born January 6th of 2020. So 50 weeks later, oh, it's, it's three babies in a year. It's Irish triplets uh, for two weeks out of every year. The babies are the same age. So in that two week span in January, awesome. I'll be able to say, how, how old are your kids? And I'll say six, six, six or 12, <laughs> 12, 12 or whatever. You tell you, you, tell that, you got six, six, six and you're going to have people running in the opposite There will direction. be that, that one 10 day span when it, when it will be a thing. Age. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, and kudos oh, too for surviving twins because I, I've, I don't have twins at all, but it is just, 
I mean, I can imagine I had two kids at the same time and just two kids in diapers just almost uh, wrecked me. But having two that entire three. time and now you've three, three, three in diapers the whole time. Kudos, man. I mean, that's a, that's a hill to climb. Thank you. We're, we're down to about 22 diapers a day. And that's the low number it's been <laughs> since the twins. You know how it is when they're first born. You're up to 40 diapers. Uh, yeah. a day. You just have like a, you just have a pamper semi truck that just like comes out in front of the house and we're like, burp, we got your delivery. We we prefer Costco diapers for several reasons. We're very partial to Costco, mostly because of the bulk and the diaper sale that happens there every year. You can mm. save $7 on every box once a year. Nice. I mean, wow. what, there was a five-day span, about 1,700 diapers, and it lasted six weeks. I mean, it's just, <laughs> just ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I couldn't even imagine. That is, wow. Well, your, your diaper genie is getting, work, getting overworked. You because know, when one goes, even if they're a little bit older, when one goes and you and one of the other siblings, oh, oh, dad's changing diaper. Well, I'm going to get down there, too. I would Whether like, you need it or yeah. not. You know, it's like an assembly line. It, it re- I mean, today, before they all went down, for just today, I mean, what you're talking about is exactly right, Danny. I mean, right before bedtime, it was poop, poop, pee. I'm like, yeah. well, here we go. And, and it was... <laughs> You know, and you have to do it and mm-hmm. and nap time. I'm sure we'll talk about it. But nap time is my favorite two hours of the day. I love them. But where yes. they all go down because the, the twins are still napping in the morning. All three nap from 1215 till if things go well too. <laughs> doesn't mm-hmm. always work that way. But what you're talking about, it's like, yeah, these kids just. It's strange. The more they eat, the more they poop. Whoever would have thought that? <laughs> Who knew? And they keep yeah. getting bigger and eating more and pooping. And eating more. more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My, and yeah. In my head, I just keep having the words three under three running through my brain. I'm like, and it's making my head hurt. I can God. only imagine how you feel. <laughs> well, when we signed on here before we started recording, I'm like, is it cool if I drink this beer? And, and, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, you deserve You're it. You're in good company. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I have Get two. Too, I have cause... two. And I, I poured me a, some larceny, dude. I got some yeah. bourbon here. So <laughs> I, I get you. it. No, I totally understand it. And when, you know, the twins were going through their first year and our oldest Britain, uh, was under the age of two. I mean, to have three under two and two of them were so, Im- I mean, it's completely different than it was before. Two of them at the time were immobile. Now they're all walking. The oldest is running like a lot yeah. changes physically, mentally for me as I watched them grow. And that's why I'm going to take another drink of this beer, right? Here. Yeah. <laughs> you, you go for it. Yeah. Well, thanks my- so much for all that information. That's awesome. Go ahead, Danny. I was going to say my, one of my very good friends bought me a bottle of very good scotch and he brought it to me and I'm like, Oh wow. When my daughter, my first kid was born and he said, this is for, for all those times. And I'm like, mm, what are you talking about, man? Cause this first kid, I don't know anything. Right. And he said, he said, just here, get a Sharpie. And when she takes her first step or when she, whatever, you know, just, you want to mark it on there. And I'm like, Oh, that's very sweet. And he goes, no, no, you wait. About 10 years from now, you'll be putting a mark on that bo- that bottle and you'll be mad at me that I was so right <laughs> in giving you scotch early on because it was just those times where you're just like, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm done. I love you, but no, we can't do whatever it is we're doing. No more baby shark. Oh. Sorry, or, or gummy bear, whatever the, the song when, is this week. You when know? that seven o'clock hits, the twins go down for bed around six and the oldest goes down to bed at seven right now. Mm-hmm. When that door shuts at seven, you guys know how this is, I'm sure. I'm not sure if you're married or not. I am. I oh, yeah. we, we shut the door. One of us always puts the oldest and the other one is upstairs getting ready to do work or whatever. Uh, you shut the door, you walk upstairs and you just kind of look at each other and you don't say anything. 
for like two minutes and the silence is the greatest sound in the world. (laughs) When you guys were going to become stay at home dads and Brock, I probably asked you this when you joined me on my, on my podcast, but I don't remember the answer. Did, what did people say to you? What did friends say to you? Coworkers, if you were working at the time, say to you when you're like, yeah, I'm quitting my job to stay at home with babies. For me, honestly, everybody that I told was very supportive of it. Um, And so like even the people like when I left work to come be at home with the kids and I told them I was doing that, like I think the guys were a little bit like, hey, that's great. I couldn't do that. The the ladies that were there were like, this is awesome. Like, I think you're going to do really well at it. And then friends of ours, I mean, everybody was just like, yeah, this is a perfect fit for for you and your family type of thing. Mm -hmm. What about you, Danny? Yeah, we uh, we sat down and I, I will say before I answer that question directly, we sat down, my wife and I, and we only had we just had our second child and we were talking about it. We're sitting on the porch, you know, and um I was like, you know, we, we need to have somebody to stay home. It's just how we need to do it. We want a house to be, you know, like you said, if someone gets sick, I can't take a day off. You can't right. take a day off. So we got to have somebody. We don't have anybody that we could really get to us, uh, you know, at that short notice. And then also we want when the kids home come home from school, we want the house to be, you know, uh, the lights on, music playing, food cooking and all that stuff. And and I said, you know, honey, I really appreciate you being willing to, to sacrifice your career to stay home with the kids. That is the greatest thing. And she slides my scotch over to me and she goes, not me, you know, <laughs> and, I'm like, and I'm like, well, who? Cause I can't do that. So don't do that. You know, but um, other than that little hiccup, most of the people that I've talked to is about what Brock said. I mean, all the guys are like, man, they're either, they're, they're either, I could never do that or they're man. I wish I could get that job. And I think, I have never had a job that's more demanding no. than being a parent. This is relentless. You know, I mean, I ask guys these days and I have like a lot of the younger dads too, in our, our national network or uh, the last questions like, well, what do you say when, you know, somebody's trying to, you know, give you some, some guff or whatever about, um, you know, how many hours they work in a day and how hard they work. And you could tell they're just kind of bowing up on you, even if I do it on purpose. And, and I said, you know, just look at them and go, so what time do you usually get home from work? Cause I don't, I haven't in 14 years, I don't know, 12, 12, 13 years. I have never gotten home from work. It's just here all the time, you know? Um, so, but other than that, really, uh, especially like Brock said about all of the moms, especially stay at home moms that have done it for years and years and years, they, some of them are just, Oh, that's amazing. I'm so glad others are like, <laughs> more of a uh, <laughs> really I love to see the dads having to do this now so that because you have to share yeah. the pain kind of thing but it's all been really good especially I expected a lot of blowback uh, not from my family but from living in rural Georgia you know see that's what I would is, think that Mike's probably dealing with out in Des Moines what's it like yeah. out there for oh, you I don't know <laughs> <laughs> because I don't leave. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, right now, of course. I mean, I, been outside. I, I always tell people that I was quarantining before it was cool because I started. <laughs> I think to, most of us were. I did this December 2019 is when I started. And then COVID really took effect and took a hold of the country and the world, you know, a month later or whatever. Um, I, when I figured when we made the decision and told my parents, my wife was so worried that my dad was going to be really upset with her. Why are you doing this to me? Why are you doing this to my son? My family's been really supportive. I think my friends have just been like, really? Because I look, my past wasn't exactly family oriented. Um, This has been Mm -hmm. a complete culture shock. When I told coworkers, this is what I was doing or friends that this is what I was doing. Other stay at home parents that this is what I was doing. They said, it's incredibly hard. 
And I said, yep. And they right. were right. They were all <laughs> right. Yes. I mean, I knew. How many, I, wait, how many days or weeks did it take you for you to be like, oh, God, I was totally wrong. <laughs> I, with the, when it was just me and the one, because I did this in December and the babies oh, yeah. were born in Jan, on January 6th. So for that first month, okay, we had just moved into a house like I, I spent half my time unpacking everything because i have a, a pregnant an eight month pregnant wife with twins she can't exactly do a lot in terms of lifting <laughs> yeah. boxes so thank god my <laughs> mother-in-law point, it goes there point it goes there. yeah i mean <laughs> my mother-in-law would stay with my wife and the baby and i would for nine hours just unpack boxes unpack boxes so from that aspect it was kind of like okay this is you know when it was just me and the baby it was fine i mean she wasn't one yet when the twins were born and my wife went back to work like that when the twins were born, they do overnight feedings and it sucks, but it's, it was so reminiscent. It was still in my brain from a year ago. Yeah. But when she went back to work, that's when it really got difficult. It got more difficult when they started uh, crawling. It's even more, it's, it's more physically demanding now, not as much mentally on me now that they're all walking and can go to different parts of the lower room play area that we have. Would you say that, I mean, with everything that you have going on with the kids and, and, and stuff, but would you say that the um, time on like the talk radio and the podcast are like a sort of a mental escape from everything for you? Or is it, it how does that play into your just sort of mindset on things? I loved my job. I never had a job. I had a hobby that I got paid for. I mean, for 16, 17 years of my career, I talked sports for a living. I mean, if you're a, a dude who grew up a sports fan, who wouldn't love that? I was in two markets that were super fun. And then after that, I went down and tried news talk, which was a little less fun, but still I was on the radio. It's what I love to do since the seventh grade when I used to listen to a morning show and record it. So I knew what I wanted to be when I grew up, when I was in the seventh grade. I loved my job forever. I do some freelance news in a small market in Indiana, just outside of Bloomington. I do the podcast, as you mentioned, Brock. Um, and I've done some freelance work on different radio stations, filling in on talk shows in Milwaukee and Sacramento and down in Kansas City. And then I've just started working at a sports talk station, kind of starting out here in, in Des Moines. And look, I think you guys can agree. We love our kids. We love our yes. family. <laughs> but but. <laughs> when, <laughs> when it's a big but. <laughs> when, when I get a chance to, if you guys haven't figured out, when I get a chance to get behind a microphone talk, tell a story, crack jokes, listen to other people tell their stories. Yes. It's like I'm doing my career all over again. And I had that brief one year semi hiatus. It's my third favorite thing in this world. It's my wife, my kids, and then radio was, was my passion. So yeah, it's definitely that break. It's that love. It's that, you know, the, the whole day could totally suck. But if I'm recording an interview for my podcast, check out my dad pod, which Brock was on. Danny, maybe you're a Braves fan. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> but it, it that's like my release, my escape from everything. That's awesome. I, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. how I am. I I um I didn't get to go as far into radio as you have, but the high school that I went to actually had a radio station and I was on the radio for two years doing just like music DJ, but I'd get a talk back and forth with another guy. 
And it wasn't until, you know, three years ago when I got back behind the mic to start my podcast up that, um, I was like, Oh man, I have so missed this. This mm -hmm. is so much fun. And then Danny came on, he was like, Hey, we should really do a podcast for the org. And I was like, yeah, yeah let's do yeah. it, man. And so that's, I mean, it's been awesome. And I agree wholeheartedly. You could have the most crappiest day and it's like, Hey, I get to actually get behind the microphone and talk to somebody else. Mm -hmm. And then I walk out of the, uh, the office slash studio here. And my wife is just like, it must've been a good interview. And I was like, it was just a great conversation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And on, people sorry. All right. I'm, I'm a little jealous. Just saying it's fine. You enjoy. Sip one for me. You got but it. I, the back half say, of this interview is going to be amazing. <laughs> We're going all uphill. I know. We haven't even got it. We haven't even we got haven't into the sports, sports part. He's just we warming up. Really named anything. We're just like, yeah, babies, right? <laughs> oh, I do man. think it's funny that uh, I always, I always often hear people, um, that will say, I, you know, they turn on the mic and I get ready and I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. And I'm thinking, I have no idea what that's like. No, if you give me an opportunity to, I mean, I, I tell myself in my brain, shut up and listen. No, no, no. Let them talk. Listen to what they're saying. Don't talk over them. Don't keep talking. Cause I get so excited. I told uh, Brock uh, last week or a couple of weeks ago when it was, you know, I'm like a big golden retriever. You get excited about something. I get excited. <laughs> Let's talk about this thing. I love this thing, you know? And, and I can't imagine, uh, 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 cause we talk a lot about self-care. At least I talk a lot about self-care and uh, mental health and things like that. And I can't imagine, uh, what I would be like without the ability to sit and talk with Brock. Uh, mm -hmm. with this mic and with you, Mike, and with our other guests, and just to have that opportunity um, for me is the greatest self-care I think I do for myself all week. You know, like you said, once you get that, even if you had a bad day, yeah, let's do this. We'll have fun. And, so. and, and the thing too, is like right now throughout all of 2020, there wasn't an opportunity for anyone to go out and really do anything. So if yeah. you played, you know, maybe if you played golf and your state allowed you to play golf or, you, you know, whatever your thing was, if you were restricted from doing that. And then in my case, I had just moved to Des Moines. I don't know anybody in Des Moines. So yeah. it was like my brother-in-law, the one buddy I did have here moved to Madison, Wisconsin, like three months after we got here. I'm like, thanks bud. Um, yeah. But I didn't, I don't have anybody here and I'm not, you know, we moved here. We didn't move here for my social life. We moved here for the babies. Yeah. So it, it really has been difficult to find that mental health break, to find that self care opportunity. Um, and that's kind of why I started up both podcasts and reached out to people and started doing freelance. I mean, this studio I'm talking to you in, I built into a closet, into my closet right now, because that's how much I needed this release, this escape. And, <laughs> mm -hmm. and it has provided some, you know, uh, some break and some financial benefits for the family too. Like I said, I do some work around the country, but you need it. You, I mean, kids can yeah. be the worst. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you yeah, just, they, they can you just need that. I, I gotta get you get I gotta get you connected with one of the guys I know there in Des Moines that's also a radio personality. Uh, his name's Tony Conrad. He's on a KJJY ninety two point five. Okay, my wife probably and, knows who he is. I again, I yeah. I I don't know uh, too much about the radio around here. It's a country radio station. He's been on it for like a couple decades. Oh gosh, so. okay. His his uh, daughters are I think they're both in high school now or something. I dream like that. of he's, that. I dream of yes. kids being in high school. <laughs> and he's and he's a dance he's a dance dad. So it's uh it's really cool. Like they they're a part of that. Actually, I just interviewed him for for my show, and I've got like, I've got backlogged on uh, all these different people I got to edit. But he's <laughs> he's really cool to talk to. I've known him for a while. He's actually the guy who did the he does the intro and outro for um for my show. Oh, his his voice is who yeah. you hear when you he's listen got a good to the voice. show. I like that. Yeah, but uh yeah. 
So that's cool. And I have family that live out that way too. I, we're going to be coming through Des Moines actually this summer when we really come back from our, our road trip. So yeah, there's a, there's a possibility of stopping maybe for like a meal or something. And so we'll see how, yeah, let me know, man. It. I mean, I would yeah. love to get away. <laughs> hey you'd be coming around other kids because my kids would be there so no 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 no. my kids are sticking it's fine we'll we'll leave them we'll go to the bar whatever that's so fine. fine right yeah. there's a playground near the bar right? they'll be fine yeah, yeah. and if there's not we'll build a playground around a bar there's a million dollar idea that is a million dollar there idea. it is right there that's what it is yeah oh shoot well I want to I want to segue into uh, talking about sports uh, because that'd honestly, be neat on our sports geeking out show. That'd be good. Yeah, what were you really? Like you said, it's uh, March Madness season, and uh, when this actually will air, the first round will be through because that starts on Saturday. So Monday, when this airs, the you know the first round will be done with or whatever. The first round will not be done on Monday. The first round ends on Monday. There are games played on Monday. Oh, that's right. They've changed. They, they moved the schedule back a day, which totally See, sucks and threw off my yeah. last sports podcast I did. Because if you drank every time I screwed up the day, you'd be hammered. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. And I, I think that this is what we were uh, we would go with. This is the fact that I used to love watching sports. I mean, I grew up going to IU and, you know, I, I grew up watching the Reds play and, um, I, you know, Notre Dame and all this different stuff. And I was always into like the March Madness and everything else. And it was like, as soon as kids came into the mix, it was like, nope, I'm going to put the brakes on all that. And it was really hard to actually sit down. The only time I got to really watch sports was if the kids wouldn't go to sleep and I could lay on the couch with them and try to put them to sleep while watching like a baseball game or something like that. <laughs> um, I, I have noticed that I don't watch as much of anything that I used to watch religiously um, sports or I mean, I was a movie nut along being with this being a sports nut. And I don't, I mean, COVID took away movie theaters, but yep. I don't sit at home and watch movies like I used to. Um, I think the last movie I saw in the theater was a start with the last Star Wars movie and it sucked. Well, what's hard for you though, is you've got little ones just running around everywhere. See, mine are old enough. They'll sit down and actually watch oh. a movie with me. You guys are <laughs> talking about things it's, I'm it's dreaming coming, Mike. <laughs> it's coming, Mike. It, it's on its way. Eventually, someday they'll be out of diapers. Yeah, but somebody, that, people, people are always else. like, oh, you're going to miss it. No, oh, no, no, you're no, not. No, no, you're not. I got plenty of no. pictures and videos right. of them being cute. I'm good. Yes. No, no, what you'll do is, is you'll go to the zoo the one time and you'll have like just a bag that has snacks and you'll be like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Looking forward to that. Um, or, or go to a baseball game and be like, this is awesome. I don't have to carry a dang diaper bag. With yeah. Me. I would love to do that. The one sporting event I do get to watch regularly uh, would be Packer football when the Packers play mm -hmm. on Sunday because of my podcast, wicked on Wisconsin, I would do a bunch of stuff on the Packers and my wife blessed that woman's heart because especially if the Packers played a late game, they play like the second game of the day. She, <laughs> I mean, they're asleep until two 15. I'll hang out with her for an hour, but then when the Packers kick off, I have to leave. And she watches all three. Um, other than that, like I used to watch a lot of NBA basketball. I used to watch a lot of college basketball during the regular season. I just don't have time. I don't have the mm -hmm. energy. It'll be on on Saturdays on the TV upstairs. Like if I'm running back and forth when the kids nap, I'll sit and watch like all these conference tournaments and the NCAA tournament that have happened. I'll, I'll, I'll catch them. But yeah. I mean, in, in Mike Wickett's prior life on that first Thursday of the NCAA tournament, I would get off the air wherever I was working and I would go drop the car off because I didn't need to be driving. 
and I would go get drunk watching basketball. And it was mm-hmm. amazing. <laughs> it yes. was yeah. my life. I don't often get drunk anymore. And I certainly don't watch basketball as much anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, nope. and, you, and, and as a dad, you get that one opportunity to get the snip at the right time that you actually well, get I the screwed bl- that the up, Brock. And I, I heard about that. I heard you got a little bit too, you know, you got, you, you, you just kind of jumped the gun on that one. I heard well, by, by quite a few months. I did it October 1st. Um, it, <laughs> Are you just bored at home with all the pandemic. You're like, why not? Well, I, we wanted to get it done for obvious reasons. My of wife, course. even my wife even actually had her procedure because the babies were born cesarean. So even though she yeah. already had hers and people said, well, you don't have to get yours. I said, well, we weren't supposed to get pregnant either time. Right. We, we are that 1%. Yes. And <laughs> if there was going to be a person who was going to have their parts grow back and then get pregnant again down the road when we didn't want to, it was going to be me. So <laughs> we, we both got procedures. I got mine done as quick as possible. Uh, in October, I know everybody does it in March and they put the peas on their junk and watch hoops. I just don't think that was going to be an option for me. Um, so I, I did it. I'm glad I did it. And, um, the, uh, the inn is closed. We are no longer producing mm-hmm. any more children around here. <laughs> I, With you. you know, I, and I know we're not really talking about this much, but honestly, I feel like things changed in a very positive way for me and my wife after that took place. It was like, yeah, it made it it it, mm-hmm. it made uh, it took our stress. time to get, it took stress, a lot off less of stress, yeah, it took stress, stress off, and a lot less latex, was, yeah. But, but no, but I mean, but it also like it was just like, hey, like we can actually enjoy this fully, type of thing. So like, yeah, mm-hmm. I and uh, you were talking about like you know you're the one percent like it would probably happen to. There, there's a, a guy that I know is a stay at home dad who he also went through the procedure and he ended up getting like sick and was in the hospital for a while and he never got the final like thumbs up okay from the doc of like hey you're all clear and then like after he got to feeling better they had a little celebratory time and Mm. then found out a few months later that they were pregnant after he had had the procedure (laughs) they had a surprise me baby um after all that so my wife would have killed me me with a fountain pen that she personally picked out from like germany or something she'd just be like i bought this the only story so who's who's fault is whose fault is that like does not getting isn't checked that yeah. On him yeah oh yeah to make sure yeah to oh, make yeah. sure his pipes were clean oh, yeah definitely before the only other one i heard was better that was plumbing? a buddy of mine out of indianapolis who they already had uh five kids and they were like we're done and he's uh oh, former air army and he was waiting for the va to give him their like scheduled time that he was going in and the day before he was scheduled for it his wife walks in and goes guess what and they have six now <laughs> and he's like i'm still going in tomorrow <laughs> yeah yeah yes listen dan dan the baseball Rock, team <laughs> i see people on on the facebook page on the network facebook page talk about how they have four and five and six <laughs> i have listen my three are insane i don't understand Danny's got four i love them i don't understand yeah, <laughs> four dan, i would have had how 10 do you how had hands how, i'm that guy Really, yeah. you're that? Because I know people have told me that. I yeah, we yeah well, yeah, you, you thought you were. <laughs> and again, the God or universe, the flying spaghetti monster came along and went, no, you have three now. Why did? Age. Why did? Why didn't you have uh, more? The yeah. the last one, the pregnancy was kind of 
uh, iffy with my wife and uh, like I'm 52 now. Um, and my sure. oldest is, or my youngest is six, I think. So, um, so I was in my mid forties, but my, my okay. wife is really gotcha. more the concern she has, uh, which is honestly, I love this, but she has chronic low blood pressure, which I'm like, I didn't know that was a thing, right? They can, they, and I have that good. They, I mean, look at my face. I'm just talking and I got blood pressure, you know? Um, so, uh, so I'm like, so can our kids have like just normal blood pressure? That'd be awesome. Right in the middle. Uh, yeah. But yeah, she, um, but she, you know, she just didn't want to go through it uh, again. And I don't blame her. You know, she was already, already in her mid thirties. Um, so no, did she like being pregnant? No, was she no, one she, of those women in hindsight. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, how do you those, like this? Those women are the worst. Everybody just, just see, I mean, I had to put the, the, the bed <laughs> up on like blocks in the front so she wouldn't get, you know, uh, heartburn or whatever at night. And she was, now my wife's a trooper. My wife would, I mean, you could any uh, hardship or suffering or, you know, she's married to me. So, yeah. but you know, any pain, anything like that, she, she's a trooper. <laughs> I mean, she is, she can just handle it. And she was still at the point. She's like, ugh. I'm not having five. You can find another wife. I don't care, you know. So, but yeah, but I didn't get snipped until after. We, we were going to do it after three, or yeah. So we said um, after when she was pregnant with our third, and I'm like, th three is good. It's a nice number. They've already outnumbered us, so we've got to kind of watch ourselves. You know, I only have two hands and three kids. What am I going to do when my third baby arrived? I'm I'm holding, and the thing that my wife and I agreed on was that I could hold the baby first. Um, it was just a thing that we did and she was fine with it. So, so I'm holding our baby before she's even held her or held him. The third was a boy. Yeah. And I, I look at her like, <laughs> we really should have got that vasectomy already. Cause I'm not going to do it now. <laughs> and she's like, Oh no, oh, no, no, you're going to have one. So, but, uh, but I got another, I got four and, um, yeah. and I will say, yeah, I known for, I mean, all <laughs> my life, that's just you, what man. I wanted to do. I love, I love babies. I love the cry they make. I love the smell of, you know, like a, like, you know, so. Yeah. <laughs> you want to come over yeah. to my house and around five fifteen? Well, not, not that's, COVID. that's when, well, I'm, uh, when the uh, stock right, is the highest. This is your peak dad moment. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm looking at like my, uh, my mm. sister-in-law had a baby just recently and I'm like, Hey, um, I know COVID's going and everything and you live in Minnesota and I'm in Georgia, but can I come up and just oh, take gosh. care of your baby for you anyway? I, I don't know if there's two more opposite <laughs> right? states in the union, right? And Georgia my wife and goes down here and it's hilarious the way, you know, like we met and everything and she hated me. I know you guys will not believe this, but she thought I was an arrogant a-hole. I don't know. I can't, I don't know what never, it is. No what is way, Danny. What is Danny. That? But yeah, it's, she said, she said, I am never going to talk to that fake news blank and blank again. You know? And I was just like some stupid college chick. I don't care what she says. You know, she's because I was 10, <laughs> I'm 10 years older than her. So I'm like, what are you like 12? Get out of here. Go get a job. You know, I was like a total jerk, but um, it wasn't that bad, but it was, uh, yeah, but she came down here and I'm like, I don't under even understand what you're saying half the time you use these words like. Oh, let me get by you. Oh, let me get by you. Yeah. See, Danny's one of those guys at home dad con that you hear talking about multiple <laughs> kids. You're like, I'm going to go drink for you right now. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great. But, you know, I will yeah. say what I want to say, too, before we <laughs> we might actually talk sports. I don't know. We're almost out of time. But um, for having the kids and where you are now, you're at the hardest parts of it. You've really done the hardest part and you're just waking, working your way to the end of that tunnel, so to speak. But think about this in the next couple of years, you're going to be able to watch games. You're going to have a kid old enough to bring you a beer and you're going to have a kid. <laughs> oh, that mini, that mini fridge that's full of yogurt and fruit is going to be restocked real quick. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> you got some beer in that thing and they're going to cheer for your teams. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right exactly. there. And if not, they're out. <laughs> and that to me, I will say, <laughs> right. Yeah. There's no need for you to be here anymore. When, when my little girl, she was five and she stands up in front of the big screen, you know, the big flat TV. And she goes, Atlanta United. It was beautiful. It's beautiful, man. So you just wait, that moment's coming. That's moment. You're just, you're just, this is just an investment right now. You'll get there. Oh, that's what I hear. That's what I hear. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, I got to take my, like before COVID last year, I got to take my son to his first college basketball game. Uh, we went and saw a uh, UC play here in town. And uh, it was, it was so cool because, I mean, we've done instructional uh, basketball for the past couple of years and I've been coaching with him, you know, on it. And I was like, Hey, we're going to go to this game. A buddy of mine gave me tickets to go. And we went there and he was the first time he'd ever seen guys that big. I mean, and we were up quite a ways still. And he's like, Oh my gosh, these guys look like giants. And then of course, like one of the guys comes down and just like dunks the ball. And he was like, Whoa, what was that? And he like nice. freaks out. And and then the game started and he was just glued. And I'm like, all right, good. Like good boy. We, we share this moment. It was so cool. I'm like, all right, this, we're going to, we're going to make this happen. And he's, he likes all that stuff, baseball. And it's, it's not so much of a, like, Hey, I like to play it. it he does like to watch it. So, and he'll even sit down and watch soccer with me. Like when the world cup and stuff was on, like he's watched that with me. So that's kind of where I get into like the sports side of things. Cause I'm like, all right, we can do this. And they're great at going to baseball games mm -hmm. and they have a blast, like, cheering along like you know all the like da -da 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 charge yeah. like they get into it and it's i mean they we started taking them to those games early on you know, i imagine one with three would be very difficult to yeah i'm to not sure how that. we're gonna pull that are you allowed to tether p babies together yeah, you, i give is you that, is that okay because <laughs> straight up I mean, Wait, you like strap one on your chest and one on each leg. I feel and you like walk they're in. all outgrowing the baby Bjorn at this point. Like, I'm not sure. I mean, our triple stroller, if you stand it up, is taller than my wife. So you're like a trip. You have to have like a triple backpack, man. Oh, my Lord. I used to do that with like a box of Franzia on the back and a 12 pack in the front. Not it's the not same, the no. same. It's not the same. Now, now it wiggles around no. and throws up on you. So, yay. Yeah, I used to wiggle around right. and throw up, and now no, it's, it's totally the them. Worse. You need you need that big you need that big box that the beer man carries yeah. around with him with all the beers in it, and you can just set all three kids inside. I just of want the beer like man to carry me around. So we're <laughs> oh shoot. Oh. So out, out so sports wise, out of you know all the different ones that you cover, because it seems like uh, football, baseball, and basketball are kind of like your uh, sports. Which one of those would? How would you rank those for you? Like to watch to cover um i think just in general not I mean, not so much like from like just from like your like favorite sports like out of those or whatever how would you rank those if i were to rank the baseball's third for me it always has been um i'm i'm from the generation that just finds baseball boring um but i when you get into it when you follow a team i used to cover the brewers on a daily basis and so when I would go in the clubhouse and talk to the guys and you'd be at the stadium and you're in, you're in the, the, the press box, you become much more involved. It's kind of like, I used to be a very big NASCAR fan. I'm not a NASCAR fan anymore for several reasons, but people used to say, how can you be a NASCAR fan? I said, treat it like you treat any other sport, pick a favorite yeah. driver, you know, just get, pick one. It doesn't matter who it is. And, and yep. the time I was following, it was Jeff Gordon, Tony Stewart, Dale Jarrett was coming to the end, like that era, mid early to mid two thousands. Like that was my era of NASCAR. Yeah, Jimmy Johnson, nineties, two thousands. Yeah, exactly. He was a rookie. I remember the commercial. You ready to win? Um, and <laughs> it's the same way. It's like if you get involved with whatever sport it is and you follow it, you'll become a fan. 
the NFL and the NBA and college basketball and college football, uh, I can't put them in an order. It depends what, whatever season it is. Like right now in March, I'll tell you the college basketball is the greatest thing. I think in a month from now, I'll tell you the NBA, man, the product between what you saw in March and what you're seeing here in June, it doesn't even come close. Um, when you get to the fall on Saturdays, I wake up and watch college game day. And then, well, I used to, but now I, I would like to see pieces of college game day. And then I watch college football all day. Can't really do that anymore. One day, Danny it's told coming. me it'll happen, but then Sundays happen and it's like, Oh, fantasy football. And you know, everything that goes on with the green Bay Packers and, and getting to the super bowl, like that grabs me. So it, it's somewhere in one of those four that is the number one for me uh, in terms of ranking sports. Again, baseball, it can be entertaining to me, but it doesn't compete with college pro football and basketball. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, sure. No, definitely. I can understand that completely. I, uh, my wife and I like, we like going to the Reds games cause they're just convenient and whatnot. And tickets but are always thing- available for Reds games. It's amazing. <laughs> they, <laughs> are, they are. Some, yeah. probably cheap. Get, they are really cheap. Actually, probably the cheapest in the whole, like out of, out of all the <laughs> hey, other uh, teams, it's gotta be one Reds of the cheapest game. for sure. I mean, it's like the Reds, All the good. Reds are probably the least popular professional sports team in the state of Ohio, right? Probably. I, 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 probably. I mean, because Cleveland, the Browns and the Bengals, I mean, the NFL, the Indians, I imagine, are pretty popular because they're really good. I don't know if the Cavaliers are popular without LeBron anymore, but Reds, good <laughs> seats available. Come on down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I, I can. I, yeah, totally. Unless there's a good team that's right, coming into right. town. It's not. Yeah. A, I mean, when they were talking, they were talking about how uh, and I got really excited because they were like, yeah, we're going to have like 30 percent occupancy for games. And I'm like, yes, like it's I'm so excited. I get to go see it's them. a normal game. <laughs> <laughs> well, so my first reaction was, yes, I get to go to the game like in person, which I was really excited about. The next thing I was like, wow, it's going to be feeling about like it does normally yeah. at a game like that. 30 percent. That's about what's usually there. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I'm sure if the Cubs come in or the Yankees or the Red Sox or whatever, that that up the It'll Cardinals be to get a are probably a really good, a really yes, tough ticket to get. Sure. I understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and a few like interleague teams that you get from time to time. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, that's that's definitely how that works out. Like sometimes the Yankees come in and play. That's a f- interesting game too. So you want to see those big names play in the. I you know, hate the, the Yankees. I don't. I mean, it's like Notre a, Dame. I'm like who gives a rat's ass about the Yankees or Notre Dame <laughs> or any of them? Killing me, man! You're killing me. <laughs> Rudy, oh, Rudy sucked. Gosh. By the way, Andy was offside. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Gosh, Jesus! It's all about it. Okay. <laughs> oh dude yeah so well and for me like i've got i've got soccer uh scarves on my wall so i'm I'm more getting excited too about uh, fc cincinnati's new stadium and getting to see uh some major league soccer in a legit major league soccer stadium this year so and my wife actually enjoys going to those games so that's another fun thing too because typically she's not a huge sports fan so <laughs> anytime to get her to something is always good does your is your wife uh into sports at all my wife went to Iowa State. Uh, okay, she's a cyclone. That's she right. enjoys two sporting events every year. The Cyhawk game between Iowa and Iowa State in, in the first or second week of the, uh, the college football season. And the hot dog eating contest on 4th of July. That's it. <laughs> the Nathan's hot dog eating that contest. She, she is a wealth of information and knowledge about the big 
I don't know when she has time to research this, but she does. She knows all the names, not just Kobayashi and Chestnut. She knows all of them. And I, I looked at her. I said, how do you know this? And she said it's her favorite sporting event of the year is the wow. hot dog eating contest, which we could take a million directions, I'm sure. But I watch <laughs> it and I about want to throw up. I think it is the grossest thing ever. But she likes it. And people say, well, Mike, do you like watching football with your wife? And I said, no, I don't. And I don't want her to like the NFL. I don't mm -hmm. want her to be a Packers <laughs> fan. I don't want her to watch the NBA because that's my two and yeah. three hours away yeah. from her. You know what I mean? I love my wife. I am probably here today because mm -hmm. of my wife, uh, survival wise, <laughs> uh, for a number of reasons. But when the Packers are on or I'm watching football or whatever, she can go to her sisters with the kids. I don't care. I just, <laughs> I, I don't care if it's just me alone or it's if, if you guys came over, whatever, I'm fine with nobody being around me, including my wife when I'm watching football or basketball yeah. or whatever. Uh, yeah, I agree. I usually get ridiculed for yelling at the, at the TV and I usually hear, they can't hear you anyway. Yeah, I don't I'm care. Like, it doesn't it does matter. matter. I, don't I don't care. Do you want me yeah. to yell at you? No. Yeah, I you can choose. You want you. Why did Rogers run the ball in? <laughs> that was a foul. How did you miss that? You're yeah, just exactly. like your father. Yeah, right? I know I am. Oddly I enough. Yes, I am. That's exactly where I get it from. Yeah. I guess amazing how that works. Like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're coming. right. She's like, Miles, our son, or, uh, Miles is going to be in show choir. No, he's not. He, <laughs> no, he's going <laughs> to. The apple doesn't fall far. From I mean, he probably will be. It's fine. It's totally cool. Whatever, whatever gets him a scholarship. Yeah. That's all that matters. Yeah. For tuba. <laughs> Let me just tell you, tuba. Nobody uses tuba, tuba as scholarship. It's amazing. Women's Ooh, golf. One, yeah. Women's women. I mean, women's. I got two girls and there are. I mean, COVID took away a lot of those scholarship opportunities but there are so many sports where they just give scholarships to high school girls who aren't very yeah. good but who cares yeah. it's fine yeah I, I i hear you there i had a I, there was a girl i went to high school with she got a full ride to college for for golf so i mean she wasn't bad but still i was just like really nice. full ride <laughs> okay yeah, we're, we're gonna push them <laughs> soon like, yeah, I'm like, you're not going anywhere after that. She's like, no, I know. It doesn't get a full ride. You know, I, get, I, was like, I don't need to hey, be on whatever. the LPGA it's, tour. I just don't want to pay for college exactly. for four years. Yeah. So, yep. so it worked out that way. Um, so, oh man, where was I going to go with this? <laughs> We're having so much fun just jawing it up. Uh, so here's what, here's what I'm wondering. I, I heard on your uh, show, Wicked World, because I was looking through some of your stuff on Facebook that uh you have Iowa picked to go deep yeah, into the bracket. Like, did you have them going? Are they in the, did you have them in no, the final four? No, 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 no. I have them going uh, to the sweet 16 and, sweet and, and 16. maybe the elite eight. I just think they're um, this Iowa team watching them play down the stretch there. They had about a six, six or seven game stretch before March that included Michigan, Ohio state, Wisconsin, twice, Michigan State, who we thought was good. I still don't know if they're very good. I have no idea what to make of <laughs> Michigan State. Um, but Iowa could have gone two and five in that stretch. They actually went like six and one. And their only loss was in Ann Arbor to Michigan, who was the number three team in the country at the time. I think Iowa has figured out a lot. I said earlier in the year on my show, this Iowa team needs to learn how to win big games. And they have to learn how to play defense. So within the last 
six weeks of the season, they switch to a more man dependent defense as opposed to a zone defense, which means you have a lot more individual responsibility. You can't just sit there with your arms up. You have to guard. And then when the ball is up in the air, off the, off the rim, you have specific assignments to find your guy and box your guy out. They have really changed their defense. Do I think that they are the fifth best team in the country? I don't know, but I think that <laughs> they're not going to see Michigan, Ohio state and Illinois, the first three weekend, the first three games of the, of the NCAA tournament. Their first game is against Grand Canyon. I, don't I didn't know Grand Canyon was a school. I, I still don't. I had no idea. <laughs> I had no clue. Uh, I read a blog about them and they kept referring to them as the Lopes. And I said, I don't know what that mascot is. And then I sounded like an idiot on my pod, on my podcast saying, I don't know what the Lopes or the Lopez because they're in the southwestern part of the state. Perhaps it's a Hispanic name. I don't know. It's short Antelopes, for Antelopes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Felt like a moron. Um, that's going to be, they're going to be like that team, uh, from a few years ago, that was like a 16 seed and comes out of nowhere and just starts annihilating. Listen, people. Was that the, if, if Appalachian or something like that, it was, uh, Maryland, Baltimore County that beat Virginia. Yeah. And if that happens, my listeners, my brother-in-law and half 70% of the state are going to be very upset <laughs> that Iowa loses. They should get past grand Canyon and I haven't memorized the bracket totally to figure out who they face next, but they're the number one offensive team. According to the Ken Palm rankings, they're super efficient. They've got good scores. They have the player of the year in Luca Garza in the middle and they play above average defense. I think that's a combination to get to the sweet 16 and we'll see what happens after that. They may run into Gonzaga again, who beat them earlier in the year and Gonzaga is still undefeated. So I've got Iowa going pretty deep. It wouldn't surprise me if they wound up in the elite eight and if they got to the final four, I think that would be great. The program's, you yeah. know, the program's in good hands right now. That's awesome. And then two, I'm curious, like, you know, with the whole, if a team gets co you know, team gets tested positive and they've got to drop out, I'm curious, how many teams do you think are going to, are you going to see run into this situation where they've got to either, they basically have to forfeit the game or, or whatever. How many incidents do you think are going to happen during this I tournament? Hope zero. I, I really do. I do too. I, yeah. I hope zero. Um, I, I, what's interesting is let's say, Num a four seed, you know, a number, let's say it's Villanova, who I think is a four. If Villanova tests positive and has to pull out, Louisville is on standby. I saw Louisville that. is on standby and they will become the four seed. They don't become some random draw. They redraw. They just become the four and they play the 13 that Villanova is scheduled to play or the, you know, whatever it is. I think that's pretty yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um, what I find the reason the tournament is all pushed back a day, which messes me up uh, is so they, the state of Indiana can have a better handle on the COVID situation. Indiana has been one of the absolute worst States. Brock, your home state has been one of the I know. worst oh, states I know. in the Midwest, if not the country in terms we of, we won't get into the politics of no, all that, but yeah, I, I don't, that, that's fine. <laughs> I'm not such a numbers it. are what they are. And you know, it, it the idea of putting this entire tournament in Indiana seems like it's a combustible explosion waiting to go awry. Now they have them yep. spread out. They're in West Lafayette. They're in Indy. They're in Bloomington. They're all over the state, but still of all States to pick with five gyms, they picked Indiana <laughs> to do this and they could have done it in Minnesota, Danny. They could have picked, they could have picked Minnesota where they had a mm -hmm. good handle on this. 
but instead they picked Indiana, the home of basketball. I know Brock, blah, 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 blah. I've seen who's, well, I think, t- I think too, I think too, the fact that they're also like, you know, they all can fly into Indianapolis international and one you airport, can get to in- <laughs> one airport. One. Yep. And, and they can, but they can get to all those stadiums within like a couple hours yeah. easily I, to each one. It's not a far drive. I, to I actually kind of like it. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of neat and quirky and fun, but, the fact that it's COVID in Indiana, which sounds like a musical it's a ticking time bomb. It really, it is. And I, yeah. I hope that, you know, in a week we're not talking about, Oh, did you see that Ohio state had to, you know, bounce out? Well, screw Ohio state. Oh, I, you know, did you see that Virginia had to bounce out of the tournament or did you see that such yeah. and such had to leave because the of COVID and forfeit games? <sighs> right. No, you know, there is, the, I don't even know what's going on in New Mexico or Arizona. Well, then on top the record last is. year was 13. Yeah, and then on top of it, was it? So oh, I looked it up because so I'm like, who? They, Grand Canyon? What? They, they're better <laughs> this year. They won their conference Did tournament. They? they have the number two def- They won the the number two. Uh, they hold teams. Their, their field goal percentage by the opposition is number two in the country. So they're wow, good yeah. defense. Nice. See, if you have to, you might pronounce the mascot <laughs> wrong, but if you can get the statistic <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, we, we've come to the end of our time on uh, on this talk for the show tonight, <laughs> and I and I hate to say that too because uh, I feel like we could keep going and talking about all this. Stuff. I told you, man, you but, got a talk show host on the air. We, you and I can go two, three, four hours, guys. It could it could happen. Oh yeah, I I, I completely agree. Next time we could do a sports show. <laughs> but I feel like this falls into the play of like dads who wish they could watch sports but couldn't, and this is dads who wish they could talk about sports sport. but didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm just telling you if if you if. If if you title this that that's the sports episode, people are going to be very upset. No, they're lying. It'll be wait till October uh, twenty seven. It'll be the in, sports episode that was supposed to happen but didn't happen. Right? <laughs> we talked with a sportscaster. That doesn't mean we talked about sports. Well, that's we fine. got to it eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's been really good too. I will say, I would love Mike to have you on again. Uh, I would. Really, hey, listen, your I, like voice I said, is great too. Well, I think you know that from years in, in casting, I mean, in a radio and all that, but it's really, I heard your first, the first time I've ever heard you. I mean, I'm from Georgia. How would I know? But, um, I picked it up this morning <laughs> and I listened to one of your podcasts. I'm like, man, yeah, that guy's a pro. You could just, you just have that, the intonation, the enunciation, everything that you need. And then what I was really hoping for was that energy that you've had through the whole night tonight, you know, just like, <laughs> yeah, let's talk about the thing. <laughs> Seriously, sincerely, love having you here. Well, Danny, I, I I appreciate that very much. Um, if you and Brock ever want to have me on again, like I told you, it's a uh, it's an escape. Uh, I love to do it. I love talking about my kids. I feel like we barely even scratched the surface on how right. ridiculous life is for a dad with four, a dad with three. Brock, you have two, correct? Right, correct. Is that, is right. I mean, there's what's three, four, seven, six, seven. There's nine kids between the three of us. I feel like mm-hmm. we barely scratched the surface. So anytime you guys ever want to have me back on, man, I am more than uh, more than willing to do so. I'd love to come on. That would be great. No, that's awesome. Yeah. And, and you're such a, a new stay at home dad. You fall right into that category with a lot of things that, you know, you're experiencing that Danny and I, Danny experienced long, long ago because he's old. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. Back in the <laughs> 1900s. Oh, wait. He's almost no, considered it. Nice so it, he's it, almost considered one of the it does OG. get better, right? <laughs> it does get. Is he is the o, is he the OG stay at home? He's, dad? he's in there. He's in that category. Um, no, it does, pioneer, it, Danny. it does Actually, get better. Danny came over with the pioneers. So that's <laughs> I did. That's, yeah. It, no, but I hey, uh, I, I know it's going to get better, Brock. I, I'm, I'm so glad that I got you on mine, that I've been able to join up with the network to see. Um, 
you know, when I ask about advice, most of the time, most of the responses are pretty good. Some are snarky and whatever. Yeah. Usually but, that Jeremy Haston guy, he can't take anything he says seriously, <laughs> <laughs> but it's been so cool for to, to be on and be part of it. And as you guys know, the adventure continues as a stay at home. Always. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Definitely. Um, and you know, honestly, and I always like to make this plug, but honestly, I hope that if it works out for you, you can make it to Cincinnati for home dad con in October. If it mm-hmm. works out for you, if things open up, because that would be really cool too. I, uh, I, I know there's a whiskey trail, uh, which sounds amazing. Um, mm-hmm. obviously mm-hmm. you're imbibing right now. <laughs> uh, I, it, it's always one of those, you guys know how it is. You have to check with the boss. Yep. You have to mm-hmm. make sure it's all right, but I would love to, I think Carl Wilkie, yeah. uh, who is part of the network as well. He was on my podcast. He's out in Washington right now. It's where he's, he's he yep. was, uh, moved out to, he used to listen to me when I was on in Milwaukee and told me all about it. And he <laughs> offered, he offered to let me stay in his room there you go. in Cincinnati last year before COVID canceled it. So you know, I, I have no idea what October is going to be like. I have no idea what tomorrow right, is going right. to be like. Well, knowing but, Carl, I uh, imagine that that invitation still stands because he's he's cool. good like that. Cool. <laughs> he is a stand up guy. So he really you know, he's an OG. He is I mean, absolutely he's super tall. He's the so tallest stay at home dad. <laughs> OK, I'm six foot tall. I've never felt small. I really haven't. I don't feel like I'm like a big dude or whatever. He came up to me in uh, Portland, I think, for home dad con. He goes, hey, man. And he gave me a hug. And I went. Oh, did you hug it? Oh, did so, you hug his belly button so with your head? And small. I mean, I'm like, can you just pick me up and just hold me for a while? It was amazing. It was the safest I've ever felt in my life. It was incredible. How's it yeah, going? Up exactly. <laughs> right? that. Yeah, it's amazing. And he's such a nice guy. Anyway, I, I don't want to get off on that. I'll be talking about him all night. So it's a, but yeah, but I'm sure the offer stands. If not, I'm sure we can hook you up. man. Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah, cool. Love to. Well, hey, I got a floor. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Mike, thanks for coming on the show tonight. Uh, it was awesome getting to talk a, a little bit of sports and a lot of fatherhood and just getting a good laugh in on top of it. And uh, uh, I'll have uh, in the show notes where you guys, where everybody can find uh, the stuff that Mike's involved with, with uh, being on the radio and his podcasts and, and all that fun stuff, because uh, he is fun to listen to. If you've liked hearing his voice with just the stuff that we've been talking about, you'll love him on the shows that he's got going on. But uh, thanks yeah. for coming on. And uh, it was a pleasure getting to uh, connect with you tonight. You guys have a great night. Thank you again for having me. Thanks, Mike. Good night. I'm a dad. That's what I do.